1: The late night alternative with Catherine Boyle. You never know just where the conversation will take you the- on Talk Radio.
2: Ray. Ray. Hello. 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 I, you
3: said a. Well, an a, a. preceded by an r. Yeah, but 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 yeah.
4: This is the first time I've, I've had the bottle to call you two ladies um, because it's a bit scary.
3: Well, Catherine's terrifying. I don't blame you. <laughs> I, she, I, but I'm the good cop. Well, you say that. You
5: can't see the faces. Man, the faces. <laughs> so,
4: so the body language.
5: Sorry.
4: So has Ian been sacked?
5: Why are you? Why are you thirsty for sackings? Thirsty. <laughs>
4: Bloodthirsty. Well, it's just the rumours that were going around, which oh. obviously weren't true. Obviously, but there are some people out there that would have believed them. Yeah. Um, not you though, eh? So, well, no, I'm not. I'm not that stupid. But I've I've been on hold for a few minutes now. I've got about fourteen different stories now after listening to some of your old callers.
5: Well, give us your best one, and then we'll see where we oh, get after that.
4: Flipping heck. See, there you go. That's ridiculous, <laughs> cause They're all rubbish.
5: We'll just pick one at random then.
4: Well, well very quickly, the one about food hygiene. When I was in the police, there was a guy in the mid-90s that got sacked from the police canteen because he'd been doing something into the coleslaw for about three Shut years. Shut up. No. Ew. Got, got three years in prison. Prison?
3: You can go to jail for that?
4: He, yeah, yes, but yes. Because, uh, yeah, he said he hated the police and he'd been, you know what, into the coleslaw. But wait, but I, need, I
3: is- don't know what. Yes, you do. Well, that's not something you do to someone you hate, surely. That's a. There's
5: that, going to be love involved.
3: That's a gesture of love. <laughs> that is a gesture of excitement and stimulation <laughs> oh, and investment. This is why investment.
4: be in control of this show, <laughs> <laughs> if that's your take on it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, but that is a true story. Yeah. Good grief!
3: It's, a, it's, yeah. it just,
5: it's Also, hang on. He, he no,
3: adds protein though, but nobody noticed. <laughs>
4: uh, right, I'm not even going to answer that. I'm going to move on. <laughs>
3: Wait, don't move on. Don't don't serve us up this delicious story <laughs> and then expect us to move on.
4: That's what he wanted you to do. <laughs> wow. Okay. There's not much else to say. But it's wait, a- you
3: you can go to prison for just um no contaminating trade, Yeah, contaminating food, yeah. Oh, I thought it was just having an active uh sex life.
4: <laughs> At work.
3: At work. Extracurricular. Portable. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. It is more along the lines of contamination. All right, all right, okay. my God, and, yeah, that's toxic. that is and a, and dedication. Yeah, <laughs> but he, admitted, he he wanted to admit it to sort of get the full pleasure out of the whole situation. If uh, that makes sense,
3: yeah he he wanted he wanted was, you to know, yeah, that
5: that's yeah, what yeah, you've yeah. been
4: yeah. eating. Em- emphasis for, on he, pleasure. He said, <laughs> and he said it was for three years.
3: He'd been doing it for three years. You know, he could say anything. He Maybe he, that was a lie. Is that Did they send him to prison for three years, one year for every year that he uh, <laughs> added protein to your delicious snack time? But he'd been,
4: but he'd been working there for over three years, and the, the, apparently that, I mean, because obviously I, I wasn't there, but apparently the hatred in his sort of, once he was caught, the hatred there for the police service was horrendous. He, oh. he just said, yes, I hate them all. You know, I was wrongly done when I was younger. So, opportunities come and work in the canteen, and that's what I did. That, that was my plan. That
3: is a very that's a talk about revenge is a dish best served cold. <laughs> body temperature it turns or out, or body body temperature as as it turns out. Yes,
4: correct. You're the worst two people I've, I should have told this story to.
5: <laughs> well, thank you so much for bringing it to us. <laughs> Go on, give us one more, Ray, and try and make it a bit less filthy this no, time. No, no, I like this. No,
4: film. this is this is less filth, but okay. I think I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna out Katie on uh, this one.
3: Uh oh! All right.
4: I, I'm currently reading a book called How to Stop Time, by Matt Haig. Oh yeah,
5: I've read that. In fact, it's, if you look in the great, back, it's a ded- There's a little thank you to, you to me in it. <gasps> is that
4: oh, mm-hmm. I thought you know about to give me the ending because I'm about 100 pages from the end. No, oh, I helped see, him out with so some French. Oh, I bet so you know did. Dead. You all know what it's about. Yeah. And I think the person sitting near you hasn't aged in about 20 years. So I think she <laughs> might be.
3: Well, you flatter insane. me. You flatter me, sir.
4: <laughs> well, I grew up watching you on the word, young lady. And I don't think you bloody aged. She, she hasn't.
3: She hasn't. Well, him. thank you. I'm feeling all Southern Belle, like I need a little fan. Well, to... thank you. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> I don't know where to put my eyes. I'll hush my mouth.
4: <laughs> So I don't know if that's you or Kath now. That's her. That's really me.
3: I'm a
5: bit more, Wow, well, fiddle-dee-dee.
3: Oh, fiddle-dee-dum.
5: <laughs> I've got a story from that part else. of the world actually coming up. Thanks very much on. for leading us to it, Ray. Yeah. Okay, thank ta- you. Take care of yourself. Yeah, that was Don't great. eat any mayonnaise. <laughs> My God. Here we go. You know country music? Uh, I've heard, tell, yes. You know they like a particular flag?
3: Uh... Confederate flag, Mm
5: -hmm. yes. Well, it turns out that the spirit of country music may have come across the pond, but the suspicion of the flag hasn't, right? So there's this guy, a British country music uh, fan, who's been forced to pull down his Confederate flag. Um, He didn't realize it had racist connotations, apparently.
3: It's a tricky one, because it didn't... It's a funny thing. It's one of those things that's morphed through the years, because it kind of just... For a long time, symbolized Southern, South, right? Yeah, Southern pride. Um, and to a lot of people in the South, it still does. But it's just one of those things that you know too it has too much baggage associated with it. And the Civil War was fought over slavery. Um, the South didn't want to give up free labor. And therefore, anything that symbolizes the Confederacy, which was the South seceding from the Union and from the United States, that symbolizes that part of the, our unfortunate history.
5: Well, this guy, I mean, this is new to this guy in Cheltenham, apparently. This is John Bryant had to tell Gloucestershire Live that after someone complained about this flag he has flying from a flagpole... Yeah. of his house he said we're a member of the country and western club at Knot Grove in the Cotswolds they use all sorts of flags this kind and others it's all up there for tablecloths well that's another thing right, right. to be honest I didn't realise it was racist or anything like that I just put it up as a flag uh, the flag which bore the words the South will rise again in the center has now oh. been taken
3: down. Oh, right. Wait, so it was a Confederate flag and then it had a slogan on it? That's not really yeah. a Confederate flag then. That's something else. Also,
5: it's right, of- it's something I know about Americans is you're not supposed to do certain things to the flag, right? Yeah. Can you eat your dinner off it?
3: <laughs> well, you know, the only thing I know about it is that you can't let a flag touch the ground. But maybe it might be fine as a tablecloth.
5: I heard that you weren't supposed to, and yet I've seen it like make them into shorts and bikinis and stuff.
3: Yeah. Well, I don't know if that really is the flag or simply a piece of Lycra spandex. With the With stars the, and stripes on it. Yeah, the stars and stripes on it. So I don't think you're literally wearing a flag. It's a it's a tricky thing. I It's one of those things that you have to probably have to research it to find out what the up-to-date take on it is. Because even increasingly flying the American flag is sort of suspect. You know, like it's if someone is so gung-ho about it where they have a billion flags, you know, stamped on their bumper stickers and, you know, on their garage door and also flying from a flagpole over their chimney. Yeah. It, it's a little in your face and it sound it just seems a little hardcore. Yeah. Maybe, you know,
5: the first time I went Not
3: KKK, but like in that sympathetic and that It's department. about
5: quantity though, isn't it? Cuz I've been yeah. to really like nice parts of America white picket fancy type places and they tend to have a flag of some sort sometimes the stars and stripes but sometimes like a nice sort of down home cutesy happy halloween or yeah. you know something flying from the front porch yeah you know? for
3: sure but also americans are we are just for years like even before the crazy you know like trump years where everyone patriot is like a really loaded word now um in american politics and it can mean different things to different people but before this time everyone flew american flags you know it was it was sort of a source of pride like i always once i moved to britain in the 80s i always found it quite odd going back to america and seeing, wow like are people so unsure of what their nationality is in america that they need to keep flying a flag see
5: that's always been my kind of what the story i've told myself is still a pretty new country and it's it's about kind of sealing that identity. Mm. It, there's something in that, you know. I never really understood the point of flying your country's flag yeah. in your country. Yeah,
3: exactly. And the, like, who's
5: that? Who's that? Uh, who's that aimed at? Yeah, like uh, you know, it's
3: a pretty big country, and there's just pr- pretty much filled with Americans. So yeah,
5: yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, we're
3: still in America. I've been driving for twelve hours, and I'm. S- Still in America. But
5: like you say, the relationship with the flag is different there. You yes. Just, you still have kids pledging allegiance in the morning, right?
3: And the Pledge allegiance, like, yeah, I don't think we have to do that anymore. It's been a few years since I right. was in school. I bet Trump would
5: want everyone to do that now, wouldn't he? I mean, yeah. This whole thing about taking the knee and...
3: Yeah, he Yeah, that well, you know, all of that is self-serving. He doesn't have any convictions. It's not like he's like, "Oh, I am Christian and I really have these uh, you know, foresworn needs in these departments he is just doing." So. Apart
5: from unless it uh, is helpful to well, his Well, yeah.
3: No, he's just got a really solid agenda that he's always had. He's very very consistent. That's what yeah. you can say for him. But in terms of, yeah, it's a funny it's funny that this fellow here that the story you're reading is um adopting the Confederate flag. I mean the the thing that's cool about the Confederate flag and what people love about it that makes it cooler than the Stars and Stripes is that it's the rebel flag. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, kick ass rebels who, you know, didn't take any guff from the man. Um and so people love that outlaw aspect of it.
5: Yeah, I think the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, it's do. Right? Yeah,
3: it's it's a little kitschy and fun. Because
5: you think about that, even that type, the the theme tune to the Dukes of Hazard now, just some good old boys, never meaning no harm. I mean, even good old boys now is taken on a different oh, kind of connotation, gosh. hasn't it?
3: Yeah, well, the proud boys in America, which I just think, don't we have the football lads here or something there's like the right wing it's interesting that these grown men adopt these little you know diminutive terms for themselves so yeah just the boys man yeah just the ju- boys oh i thought they were just saying they're you know childlike in their outlook I don't know. um but yeah it's, a, it's just one of those funny things we're always i mean it's just it's culture and society is always in a spasm of transition and change and morphing and it's interesting but sometimes it could be a rough ride mm-hmm.
5: and this poor guy seems to have stumbled across something of a, of a hornet's nest when it comes to well
3: what's happened he just been asked to take it down
5: well he's been accused of racism
3: well well, here's the thing. I don't think – I mean, it's all contextual. It's like the fellow we were talking to last night, I believe, and he was saying – the British man saying, what's the problem? I'm not offended by the, the word cracker, the term cracker. Yeah. Well,
5: well, it wouldn't have been used towards you.
3: Yeah, and he doesn't understand what it means because it's an American term mm-hmm. aimed at a certain class of Americans, white Americans. And I think in this case as well, like this this guy in Nottingham, is it – he uh, no Cheltenham. Cheltenham. He's you know I'd let him off the hook because he doesn't um, he doesn't know he's getting into. He's just trying to you know t- tick all the boxes there. He just
5: likes Dolly Parton for God's sake. Yeah, I mean
3: who doesn't? He just like yeah he likes a little bit of woohoo, hoo redneck uh, two step and jamming.
5: Who doesn't? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We got Hugh. We got Matt, and I think we got Galen coming up too. If you want to join them, oh three four 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 nine nine. 1000 you're listening to Talk Radio
6: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers.
0: Let's get this dinner party started.
7: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com weightloss weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash loss The Late Night
1: Alternative with Catherine Boyle. You never know, just where the conversation will take you the- on Talk Radio.
5: You never know. You never knew. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you where it's taking us. Contaminated coleslaw. You'll be astounded to know is the thing that seems to caught people's imaginations. Thanks very much for your comments. And fired up their taste buds. Oh, my God. Ugh. Ugh. Roger said it would be worse if after he was caught, the coleslaw never tasted as good again. I'm sure it tasted different. And uh, Al Gilly said if he went to prison, someone else would have been tossing his salad. Now, there's no okay. need for that. If you want to send us a tweet or a text, by the way, more than welcome, you can tweet at Talk Radio or us individually, I'm flipping Cath with no G. And she's Katie Pockerick. Yes, she is. With all the right bits. Yes. Um, you can text us to 87222, but you need to put talk at the beginning of your message and it'll cost you 25p per message on top of your standard network rate. Or you can give us a ring on 0344 499 1000. Uh, Matt's done that. Hiya, Matt. Matt. Hello. Hello. There you are. Hi. It, it's your Sorry. turn. Ah, you're the Matt that sent us the pictures.
8: Yeah. Which sounds very neat.
5: dodgy. Let me explain. So,
3: <laughs> <we've been> t- <laughs> Please do. Please. <laughs>
5: we've been talking about excessive flag waving.
3: In America. In
5: America. And you sent us, I mean, I can barely, I don't know where to begin with the flag. The flagging on this. Well,
3: number one, it's a monster truck. It's, it's a huge. giant truck carousing, careening down the, the avenue. A
5: great big shiny one covered in uh, stars and stripes. Not only is it covered in them, the man inside appears to be wearing a Captain America mask.
3: Well, that's all right. I mean that that's that's normal, right? That's normal. That's all right. And, uh, that's all right. No, it, here's my issue with it: the statue, or whatever it is, the taxidermied American eagle on a stick on, yeah. on the on the top on the top of the hood of the the truck or, or the cab, actually, and then two giant full size American flags flying from the bed of the truck.
8: What's weird is that that was taken in Florida by a friend of mine. I didn't take that. Okay, But I have seen that numerous times before. I've seen, um, when I was back home a couple of weeks ago, I saw um, a pickup truck with an American, and you're speaking of the Confederate flag, they mm-hmm. also had a Confederate flag waving from the back of the truck, a gigantic one, not some small little hand-waving thing. Yeah, yeah. Gi- both gigantic ones flying around without even thinking about it, without caring in any way, shape or form. it's now, it's, it's, it's it's bizarre. It's could
5: so this bizarre. have been to do with the World Cup?
8: <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, the World Cup that we weren't
1: in. Yeah.
5: Yes. <laughs> I'm just I'm clutching at straws here because to me, and please forgive me, I'm sure I must be terribly wrong, but a man dressed as Captain America driving a, basically a mobile flag with a stuffed eagle on top, is trying to make a statement here and I'm not quite sure to whom.
8: He's he's making a statement that he's overcompensating for something we just don't know exactly what.
3: (laughs) Well, he's I mean, uh, what could he be overcompensating for? Because we assume he's American or maybe or maybe he just wants really badly to be one. Maybe he's
5: one of these illegal immigrants and he's trying to pass in plain sight.
8: Yes. He's he's hoping Trump sees that photo and says, "You know what? Just give him citizenship. (laughs) He'll be fine." He's making
5: America great again.
8: Yes, that's right. G R A T E (laughs) So I had a story about um, customer service stuff, but whatever. Oh yeah. But what's interesting as we're talking about the flag and 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 Kathy mentioned about how Americans just wave it and 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 make a big deal about about being overly. Patriot of mm. showing patriotism at any time, not just for you know the World Cup or the Olympics or anything like that. Well, while in you're talking, home- I'm just thinking USA,
1: yeah. USA,
8: <laughs> just randomly in the middle of nowhere. Yes, yeah, that yeah. Would <laughs> um, so in my hometown where I'm from in Cleveland, Ohio, there in the last couple of years has been this growing amount of civic pride. Um, the town been—it was known for many years in the 70s and 80s as a joke. Uh, they went, it went through some really bad economic times, but now it's growing again, and, there, and there's some, a lot of good things going on there. But because of that, there was a really negative connotation about the city, and it was the butt of a lot of a joke, uh, and still to this day it can be. So now you see residents that are overcompensating, constantly wearing T-shirts, gloating about being from Cleveland or living in Cleveland or living in the state of Ohio. Uh-huh. Um, like with little puns like "Cleveland that I love playing uh-huh. up on, on uh-huh. the song. And, it, I, and it's so normal to be back home. There's I think five or six brands now that have stores and websites and no joke, probably over half, maybe 75% of the time. If I'm walking around in public, people are wearing those shoes, those shirts and not 75% of the time that I'm out in public, but 75% of the people I would see are wearing it. That's not an exaggeration. No. Are it's they like, doing uh, it? After living in New York, too, when you, uh, you see tourists come in and buy I Love New Yorkers, yeah. yeah, then they wear that and when they go back. But you don't see New Yorkers wearing I Love New Yorkers. Yes, shirts. good that. point.
3: That's
5: exactly it. God, yeah. It's... <sighs> Unless they're being ironic.
8: No. Um, Americans not. don't do Cause that. Because I've
5: got a t shirt that says Milton Keynes City of Dreams on it.
8: Oh, that's I'm funny. particularly proud of it. Yeah. See that's funny, but but it's not. I there are some jokes in some of them that are kind of inside jokes, but overall, though, no. It they, they just will have the outline of the state of Ohio with the word love in it. Of hey, we love our state, we love our city. Okay, that's great, but no one outside of that bubble cares. Yeah, it's this overcompensating. This we, we felt so bad about ourselves for so many years, and it's almost as if. And, and I can't believe I'm actually saying this, because it's, I honestly feel this way about my country as well. For those that are just overly patriotic or over show too much of civic pride, it's almost as if they are overcompensating for something, whether it's their life, not doing something, yeah. not feeling connected with something. There is this need that you have to feel part of this bigger community. Almost as if you can't feel comfortable in yourself and doing your own thing. Yeah. Because when I point that out to people back home, I get so much crap for it. Yeah. Why would you say that? You're from here. Blah, blah, blah. Well, the that's it. It feels like
5: re- a defensive deal. move, though. It You're right. feels
3: defensive. It feels also yeah. like uh, they have, I don't know, like you say, there's a hole in them or something. I, you know, it's weird because we're, we're being, we're pathologizing something that should be very straightforward, which is civic pride, and that's nice. And I guess they're saying in a way, hey, we've come through the bad times, and now we've hung a few flower baskets around the town center, and things are looking up and yay for us but it does seem almost like a sense of denial like there's more important things in life to celebrate and then
5: guys you've got texas who i think is like Mm -hmm. that is something else isn't it for for quote-unquote pride with a capital p
3: well because the thing about texas is that they sort of feel like they're their own country anyway and there's always that talk of secession and so i think that's what that's all about Mm -hmm. yeah
5: it's they the, were
8: at one point, so yeah. they still think that they are. They think that they're all special that
3: way. Yeah,
5: yeah. Um, and in many ways, they are special. Uh, well, uh, you know, yeah.
3: te- <laughs> in, yeah. in, a, in a special quotation mark sort of way. But they, <laughs> but they, yeah. So they have sort of almost a chip on their shoulder. Like we're our own, we're our own place. If
5: you are from Texas and you want to say something about that, oh three four 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 nine nine one
3: thousand.
5: Hey Matt, good to speak to you. We've got to go, but thanks for ringing.
8: Have a great night, lady. You too.
5: And if you want to give us a call, 0344 499 1000 is the number to ring.
1: The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. You never know just where the conversation will take you on Talk Radio.
5: See, this is where you come in, dear listener, because we are scratching around with very, very little to back it up when it comes to these online dating sites. But Emma has sent me a tweet saying, Badoo is vile meat market, Bumble is okay.
3: Okay, good. There you go.
5: If, so, you've been, if you've been on one of these sites, give us a shout, please. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Yeah,
3: it is. Someone, yeah, someone who's been in the trenches, has sampled the delights and has lived to tell the tale. And anyone
5: who's actually met someone that they liked on there.
3: Oh, that'd be good to know.
5: Be excellent. We had someone ring up once who was telling us about this nightmare dating story, and then the person they dated phoned up.
3: How satisfying! I mean,
5: it was delicious, but I did yeah. feel sorry for. Well, I felt sorry for both of them actually. But
3: and did the person confirm or deny the allegations? The one who called up confirmed. Confirmed, and and they were in fact a nightmare.
5: Well, they just weren't the right fit. They wanted different things. That yeah. thing, yeah. And um, I could see where both of them were coming from, but she kind of liked him, and he obviously didn't. But he was one of these nice guys, and then afterwards, if I remember rightly, I don't think he ghosted her, but pretty much
3: yeah that's the thing about social media is that it is so tempting just to disappear because because be- it feels
5: kinder it's kinder to you because you don't have to confront the thing
3: yeah yeah it's not it's not very gentlemanly no
5: I, I did it once so i ghosted someone once before it was called ghosting it was just called running away
3: yeah running away yes i went back
5: to university and never phoned him again um but which wasn't very nice but sometimes it's easier than saying it, isn't it?
3: I guess so. I have this thing. There's somebody that I date and it seems um, it's so intermittent and it's probably once every nine and a half months I go on a date with him. So I went on a date with him a couple of years ago and then I never heard from him for like eight months. And then he texted me and, you know, hey, how's it going? And then so I texted back saying, oh, I just assumed that, You were secretly married and had children and, you know, returned to your family. Oh, no. Absolutely not. Why would you think that? What's his
5: deal, then? Did you come around again on the rota? Uh,
3: I think I came around on the rota. Here's the thing, though. Um, I think it's more like he... We've never spoken about it. Um, And I'm happy only having dinner with him once a year or so. Um, So I think he sensed that I wasn't actually that Mm gung-ho about the whole scenario. But
5: you're nice company.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We're both nice company. Yeah. I think he's interesting and nice, but it's, a you know, that's the damning word, isn't it? You're
5: nice. Yeah. But you so if he found you more often, would you go out with him more often?
3: No, I, I actually like it that he just checks in very intermittently. <laughs> in, in fact, because you know what he does is sometimes he just sort of shows up where he knows I'm going to be. Oh, hang on a minute. But and then he says quite sweetly, oh, I thought you'd be here tonight. That's why I came. It's her sweet. Is it? Is it sweet Is it sweet because you actually
5: quite like him? And if you didn't, it would be creepy.
3: Yeah, because I, I know and trust him, so it doesn't seem weird. Um, but it is sort of weird for a grown man to just not, like, if, if there is an event that he anticipated I might be at, why didn't he seize the bull by the horns and contact me and go, hey, are you going to go to that gig?
5: Because, Katie, it's weird. <laughs> You know that saying out loud now, don't you? Okay, Can I hear it? So I,
3: th- I think that's probably why a dinner once a year is enough. <laughs> exactly.
5: <laughs> and the rest of the time, he's just hanging out in places where you might be and you're not. <laughs> god it ain't romance grand oh, i'm god. so glad i'm I, not out there
3: i need to get on a uh, coffee meat bagel coffee
5: meat bagel or
3: bumble but i need or to bristler. get a bristler i don't want a bristler i already have been fully exfoliated stem to stern <laughs> <laughs> i don't need to crawl all over somebody's body hair to to get me baby soft simon how hairy are you Oh, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> this,
2: is, this is becoming a habit. We've got to stop this. You know that. Um, people, you, will, people will talk.
5: Are you bearded? Are you, Are you? Would you be on bristler? Oh, well, I've got a beard. Yeah, beard and go. We've got a bristler. We've got a bristler.
3: Okay.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have yeah, you wrong us hair for, they Hair in all the right places. And some of like, like, the wrong yeah. ones, I dare say. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, yeah, Now, look, I, the reason I had to phone up, pl- plenty of fish. Or as my friend calls it, fishy fingers.
5: Oh come on! <laughs> Let me no, let's guess. He's not the most popular with the girls.
2: Well, well I, I, he doesn't. He, well, he he's not on it. Well, he, there um, we go. he thinks it's a bit of a joke. I must admit, he is um, annoyingly attractive. Um, he doesn't seem to, to, to know that, fortunately, But uh, he's one of these people. But anyway, so that's by the by. Now I'm on. I'm on fishy fingers
5: oh stop it and stop calling it that there's my first tip <laughs>
2: um now at the beginning i had a, a bit of luck <clears throat> excuse me um i had a bit of luck in the beginning with dates uh, none of them really amounted to much and to be honest each one of them had a story and it was a pretty horrendous experience for me um the first few dates I had Um, and I've not had anything from there for years now and I I, I spoke to you in the past about um, the incel thing yeah so this is all sort of tied up with it but anyway I couldn't understand why I was literally getting nothing no responses no nothing and this was when I was actively sending messages out and I tried everything from great big long essays about myself and who I wanted to meet and everything else to, hello, do you fancy coffee? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the other thing that would bug me as well would be you would get talking to someone and there would be, you'd get to a, a point where you exchange numbers, everything else, and then the minute you ask them out for a date, they disappear. They go, quiet, disappear. And I couldn't work it out. And then I was getting nothing. So I thought, right, here's an experiment. So I created a profile of a mid 20s woman.
1: Oh, God. Downloaded
2: some pictures from Google of an ordinary, average looking girl and made up this profile. Within an hour, I had over 200 responses from men most of which were talking disgusting to me. Oh. And and I, if this is inappropriate, I apologise. No. But the majority of those men were Asian men. Mm. And the stuff they were saying to me was horrific.
5: Right. Not that I so, want to hear the stuff they were saying to you, but I no, do no, want no. to hear more about this. Can you straddle the news for me and I'll come back in a second?
2: Yeah, Yeah. <laughs>
5: Of course I can straddle for you, Casey. That's not a problem. <laughs> oh, 03444991000 if you want to join the queue behind straddling Simon. Uh, we'll be back just after this.
1: The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. You never know. Just where the conversation will take you. On Talk Radio. Have
0: ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...